What'd you guys think of it though? It would have been cool if it was night golf. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I wish they brought him more heat. I thought like the, I thought the outfits were kind of tame. Like I thought they were like, I thought they could have really brought some fire for the first couple outfits. First and foremost, so sad. Get out, get out of the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be honest. <laughs> Done. Yo. All right. Uh, going on, guys. How you doing? Where are we right, right now? We are in Florida, Orlando. Florida, Orlando. What? Or Orlando, Florida. What, <laughs> what did you just say? No. You're cutting that out. For no, no, no. I ain't getting cut out. Florida, Orlando. Florida, we're in Florida, Orlando, Ontario. Um, <laughs> so we're down in Orlando. Down in Orlando. Uh, what are we here for, boys? So this is our first as a team uh, PGA show. It's the biggest P PGA show that they have every year. I remember when we met with one of the uh, head covers, Daphne's, who uh, she created the Tiger head cover, the infamous Tiger uh, Frank head cover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's been at the show for 30 years. That's that's what her, her son said. So Wow. Um, it obviously probably looks a lot different now, but it, it was massive. The activations were crazy. Yeah. Um, like talking about the simulators, like all the big guys are there. Obviously with pace play, we have a pretty deep connection to that indoor tech space. Um, but like Jay said, like that, like the amount of people there, I was kind of shocked by. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Um, and then just seeing me like, I don't know, after the pandemic. Yeah. With all the hype that came with golf, yeah, it's kind of cool in a way to see that it hasn't phased out. Yeah, and in particular, like we saw a lot of buying activity over the over the last couple of days, mm -hmm. and I think that's a good sign for like where the game is at. And like, I'll let you guys talk about like some of the favorite like brands or activations that you guys saw, but it was cool to see some of the newer brands there, the Malbins of the world, mm -hmm. the East Sides of the world. I think that is just kind of like further proof that everything we do and talk about in terms of golf heads um, is kind of coming to fruition in a really real way at, at big events like this. Yeah, it's cool. Like, yeah. a lot of booths had, like, mu like good vibes, music playing. Yeah. Um, totally. Like, cool setups. We, we actually missed uh, J.R. Smith. He was out there today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That would have been kind of cool. That would have been cool to run into him. Uh, Rory, Rory, you took a picture with him. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. um, nice. Rory's a cool guy. Shout out yeah. to Rory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to know what you guys first liked about the show. Like, what was the top thing, and then what you guys didn't like about it. Honestly, like for me, I love seeing all the new accessories and the new tech. Um, but what stood out to me, honestly, the biggest, like the thing that resonated with me probably the most was that Tumi golf bag. <laughs> that shit was fire. That was <laughs> the the beige and the cream with the gold trim. I thought it just looked tight. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, in terms of like, uh, for me, it was the tech. So like, again, going back to pace of play, selfishly, like I'm sitting there and looking at ways how we can monetize that place a little bit further yeah. as we grow the business and as we look at expansion and like what we could bring into the space. Stuff like the uh, was it was a putt zone or putt putt view putt view with the goggles. That shit was crazy. Yeah, that was cool. And I think like there's a huge opportunity to bring that uh, into our space and, and integrate that further and like yeah. that little text 
piece a little bit deeper. Yeah. Uh, I think we cover a lot of it with the track, man. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool to, uh, to integrate with something like that. It would be such a cool user experience for, for our members. Yeah. Like for me, as a creator, it's funny, right? You guys are you guys are owners of Pace. You guys are owner of Golf Heads. And I'm a creator, you know? And I was looking forward to to see different influencers. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I liked about it. Yeah. You know? Uh, Kaden, being one of them. Yeah. Said, oh, Kaden, what up? Yeah. <laughs> um, even like there are random people that I did see, um, not random, but like people that I saw on YouTube. It was very familiar. Not that I knew their name, but I, I recognized who they were and their presence. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of what I liked. And I was very shocked. Like this was my first time going. Um, and the fact that there were so many different brands, different tech, um, I was just blown away. How about you, Jay? Highlights? Um, yeah, because I, I came to the show in 2019, but yeah. like solo, um, just to get a feel for it. And it, it this one did feel bigger. Um, just the amount of people that were there. Uh, it was weird kind of seeing some brands kind of scale back. Like G4 wasn't there, right? Uh, I don't think, they definitely didn't have a standalone. Yeah, like they had a crazy setup when I went in 2019. Travis Matthew, which I guess they got acquired, but. Taylor yeah. Made wasn't there. Taylor May wasn't, wasn't there. Uh, yeah, all these new brands, like, you know, ones from Asia, um, kind of coming over, trying to make a splash in the U.S. market. Yeah. And and kind of the, the style out there is a little more out there. So right. it's kind of, yeah. I was curious to see kind of what that looked like. Shout out to Anu, which, uh, Jay, you mentioned to me, like, they've been around for a bit, but, yeah. like, their aesthetic, I thought, was, like, the vibe that they had created there was pretty good, and they were playing great music the whole time, so... Yo, and music is a big is big for us. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. We we follow the good music, we follow the good vibes, yeah. and that's what we also bring to pace. And, yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I think the best part was the fact that, like, honestly, this might sound a little cheesy, but like you guys were there. Yeah. And we kind of like we worked as a team, and the fact that we have like or some connections already built there. Yeah. Um, we have like the tech opportunities like as soon as we told some of these simulators we have a indoor sim they were like oh really like yeah come come try our our, our technology yeah and then josh like you came in clutch coming in because now we we have something uh you know like talk to brands about like we you know we're we're executing on exactly uh, on some 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 of our own content so right you know it was a a different kind of vibe yeah and and with that said, sorry to interrupt. Um, and I feel like this is where the conversation is going. Um, what was our main purpose of going? What was our main purpose of being at the show? Yeah, honestly, so for me, like I think face-to-face is so important with like a lot of our brand partners that we end up having a lot of conversations, obviously through IG a lot, but I think yeah. through emails, whatever, right? Like that, that face-to-face business development opportunity, you don't, you kind of miss that, uh, and I feel like we really miss that over COVID. Right. So having this like opportunity to meet people for the first time that you've been talking to for a long time, I thought that was like both super important from like that business relationship standpoint. Right. But just just cool to put a you know a face to a name after after such a long time. Yeah. Uh, shout out to guys like Max at at Shrixon and Nike Golf. Like, you know, they've been really great collaborators, feeding us really good content opportunities. And to be able to like meet them and you know just have that have that face to face one to one was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like well, first and foremost, it was uh, get out, get out of the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let's be real. Let's be hot in golf. <laughs> the reason I golf. 
boss. <laughs> also, like, if, if we didn't go, I feel like we would have regretted it because it's just such a big industry show. It's like the main one happens once a year. Right. And it's only three hours away, three-hour flight. Um, we got lucky with the stay. Yeah. Um, That's another shout-out. Shout-out, Al. Yeah. Um, thanks for getting the hot tub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Yo, know, Al, you need some, uh, some laundry. <laughs> <laughs> so, salt and pepper. Some salt, yeah. Paper towels, Paper towels. Oh, I'm just joking. Yeah, <laughs> some, some food for us today. <laughs> no, but this was a huge hookup. So to wrap up though, the PGA show part of the combo. Yeah. Um, you mentioned lowlights. Yeah. What were some of the lowlights of of the uh, the trip, the show? I had one, but I forgot. Let me let me come back to that. Yeah. Lowlights, lowlights. I mean, on the why don't you talk about it, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll think about oh. yeah. Okay, I'll bring one up. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't like how some booths were appointment only. Yeah. Oh, so like, yeah. you know, we wanted to go to some, some of these bigger brands and honestly just to check things out, but they had a, they had like a list that you couldn't even go in. So we're like, okay, well, like, I don't know. It just, a, it just a, puts a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I get, I get the purpose of the show is for them to, you know, close deals and whatnot, but um i mean you're, you're having like thousands of thousands of people come to this event not all of them are looking to buy stuff um or like you know your your target demographic so like it's an opportunity for them to even just create new fans of their brand and totally and a lot of their stuff is like coming soon and yeah not, but otherwise it was good there's, there's just so much too though i know well, it's almost, a lot it's almost became a yeah. became a negative we're like we had to go to one side, yeah, and then walk across, and then we're like, "Oh, we missed, you know, this booth." It was like a maze. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, the mapping it was. stuff. Uh, it could have been better for yeah. that, like just directionally. Like it wasn't. It, yeah. that's, it didn't feel overly organized the way it, the, even some of the booths were kind of aligned and set yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, a, a low light for me, and it's not really that low. Is like, it was hard to get coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and like yeah. we guys should have got iced coffee in the morning. We would have saved like oh, three minutes at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you know, obviously, again, like it was my first time there, and I'm such like a I don't know, like a forward, you know, very optimistic. It's hard for me to like dwell on the bad. Not that, but like you pointed out something that was like a flaw, right? Like that was great. Um, but to me, like it was pretty smooth. Like even the, the, the map on your, on your phone, the app was very intuitive. If you wanted to get a certain brand that you wanted to go to, you just look it up and you're, you're going there, you know? Um, that's, that's kind of my take. Yeah. For me, uh, Jay, she nailed it. That was my exact one. There's a certain brand, I won't name them, but <laughs> Steph Curry, go talk to your boys. Because the appointment only thing, like, yeah, you, like, I totally agree with what you said. That sentiment's dead on, like, it, your consumer brand, like, whether or not you're actually selling the pieces to me specifically, mm -hmm. or you're selling it to our audience, like, there's a huge opportunity there. Yeah. And brands like Under Armour are, are, are brands that I really, I personally really wanted to go check out. Yeah. Um, brands like Callaway, that was another one I think that was kind of closed off. Not to shout them out in a, like, ne in a negative way. Like, right. They, again, they come to these things with their clear objectives. Mm -hmm. And again, as business people, I respect the fuck out of that. Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause there's another side to it, right? Like, yeah, totally. Right. And, yeah. and they have their mandate, their objectives out of that. But like, to me, like 
like you said, like some of these brands are launching new lines, new collections. Mm-hmm. I thought Puma did an amazing job of that, mm-hmm. where they had a mix of both. You could, they had their sit down meeting areas and all of that. Yeah. But they had an interactive space where we could go touch and feel the products, see the shoes, uh, the new, uh, the new ones that they dropped. Um, and so I thought that was cool. I thought Malbin did a good job of that as well. Yeah. Where it felt like a showroom or almost like a retail store. Yeah. In the middle of a convention center. Yeah. It's not easy to pull off. Like, yeah, that's good execution. And I think really, really great design. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that, that'd be, that's, uh, you nailed it. Yeah. That was, that was the one for me. Yeah. I would also say one thing about, uh, like, what I noticed on the apparel side. Yeah. Was that there are a lot of similar brands, like, yeah. very kind of following the same playbook, which... I actually heard someone walk by just kind of like sighing, be like, oh, all these brands look the same. And, and it, it, it's true. Like it's, it's, it, there weren't a lot of variations in terms of kind of the, the printed polos and stuff like that. So it would have been nice to see people kind of, you know, go outside the box a bit more and, and differentiate themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I noticed that quite a bit, but yeah. you know, Okay, let's let's go to the golf. Golf. So that was going to be my main reason why we came. <laughs> so, uh, I guess other than being in a simulator, you know, having a 180 screen, it can even it could even be a 360 screen. It's not going to be the real thing. So, we're going out to play. Yeah, and that's kind of the one of the first things that we did when we arrived here. Yeah, right. We Jay, you know, shout out. Thank you for for booking that round at uh is it orange orange county so that wasn't me though that was orange lakes orange, lakes. orange lakes sorry or- orange oh the nine hole yeah the the top five the night night golf the night golf the night golf the night golf we didn't see at night yeah no um but would you that's my fault i'm not <laughs> would you guys think of it though it would have been cool if it was night golf <laughs> 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 so so i went on the website they had an option that said night golf, so I clicked into it. Just took me to the bookie system. <laughs> yeah, and then I picked like, what five five p.m. Yeah, thinking that all those time slots were going to be night golf. And then I realized I'm like, it doesn't even get dark to six. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, the course itself, it's it's a par three. Yeah, I think it was longer than like one seventy, right? Uh, maybe no, no they, were, they were far. It was like they were, yeah, they were long ones. Yeah. Oh, there were a few yeah. ones. But the greens were tiny. Like, like it almost didn't feel playable. Yeah. Like, yeah. So tight. Was, I mean, a couple of those ones you're shooting two hundred yards and to stick it on greens that small that small with a bunker in front of it. Yeah. And like yeah. how are you supposed to do that? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought it was a good warm up. Like yeah. a good warm up round. First time swinging this year, or you know, awesome. really since like since we packed it in for the winter, yeah, uh, outdoors, and so you know, just hit out of the bunkers a couple of times. That yeah. was really important. That that helped me uh, over at Orange County. Yeah, and so just getting a bit of a feel, I thought it was good, and just seeing the ball flight, <laughs> like seeing your ball leave your club in real life. Yeah, there was a couple of moments there where, and I thought, and we'll get into the next round, yeah. but. There's a couple of times where I, I just seen the ball leave your club. It was kind of nice to see it outdoors. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's supposed to just smash into the screen for like the last thousand swings. Yeah. And just to give, uh, so what, uh, <laughs> what were we playing for? That one, we didn't really, well, we, 
they didn't really have merchandise, so. No. No. But we we did get something. My guy, you got us yeah, some bomb. We got the mall bar. That was nice. That's a little minute. I don't know where it is. Yeah. But honestly, I think us three, it, it'd be competitive. Like, you you hit the driver pretty damn far. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and you hit, oh, you hit your irons good as well. Yeah. But uh, your putting needs some work. A hundred percent. And then you like to do, like, some weird flop shots. Like, it's at the wrong time. I know. Which just add up strokes. Yeah. So they I, look nice. I think he has the That's most it. potential to shave strokes. Yeah. Because, like. Yeah, yeah. Not to hate, but <laughs> but uh, but yeah. I think we're all pretty pretty close. Like, and yeah. I think anyone could take it. But that round was it was a uh, you won, but it was really close, right? It was and the, that one was kind of tight. Like, yeah. if we do an actual stroke play, I think I actually lost. Oh, I don't know what the score was. Everything was within a stroke. Yeah, yeah. Even even the second round. Right. Yeah. 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 And so the second round was Orange County. Orange County, or, or Orange County National, National. Yeah, they host. They hosted the live, live tour there. Yeah, the Crooked Cut was the yeah. Cat. Crooked Cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, Kepka. I think he won that tournament. Did he? And, yeah. Shout out to Gerard and Gwen. Yeah, our play partners. Gerard uh, our... runs Ateneo. Ateneo. How do you say it? I don't. Why are you at Filipino? It's all. It's a Filipino term. He, he a full definition. It's actually, it's Ateneo. Yeah. At oh, that was pretty good. So it was Italian. Ateneo. Uh, that's Italian. No, you're making it seem Italian. But yeah, cool, cool streetwear <laughs> golf friend. Um, he started up a couple of years ago. Um, sent me some stuff. Cool, cool dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's been going for a couple of years now, so it's good to see like brands kind of stick to it and build an audience, which is cool. Yeah. I thought it was really cool that he met up with us, man. Like it's such a, yeah. a, a community, Yeah, right? Like we, you, you're the only one that's kind of been in contact with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he showed up, he hooked us up too, right? Like he got us a good rate for, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so it was awesome to see. It was awesome to be a part of. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So about the golf. So yeah, what'd you, what'd you guys think of that course? I, I loved it personally. I loved it. Loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Bro. Like, I mean, for me, the reason why I loved it. He's comparing it to Peel Village, like at the tall pool. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually nine. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy. I'm used to, yeah, you're right. I'm used to playing Peel Village. Um, I didn't lose a ball. And I, 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 you know, that's because of the course. It's pretty wide open. It's pretty pretty friendly. Um, you started off hot. Did, yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. yeah, I had three pars, three pars. in a row. Uh, then I got three doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Triple double. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, again, I would play that again over and over, to be honest. Like, that's my personal opinion um i love the different you know levels i like that it was hilly um you know and a lot of different caliber golfers can play it and still have fun yeah and that in essence i thought it was really playable yeah like but i i don't know for me i just found a few of the holes felt really like similar to each other um there's a lot of just get a good drive and then i'll you know if you have a great drive you have a short iron into an elevated tee or elevated green and if you had a shitty drive, 
then you're just looking at, you know, you really have to have a 200 yard shot in your bag. Um, and I thought that was important yesterday, especially cause like I personally, like I couldn't really get the driver going into the last few holes. And so you, you kind of needed those, those longer irons working really early. Again, probably a good thing for us to just get those swings in this early in the season. But I thought that was my biggest challenge was like yeah. when the driver wasn't on looking at an uphill shot of 200 yards is kind of daunting when you haven't really taken that swing in a while. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a playable course, pretty f flat until you get to the green. Yeah. Um, I was surprised that they said it's a live golf venue. Yeah. Like, it didn't blow me away. Well, one thing is there's no views. Like, there's there's no um, very little trees almost, and it's yeah. pretty wide open. Um, and like you said, it, was, it always felt like, okay, driver off the tee and then try to – Get it close. There was never like no decision making of like where to aim. It was just kind of straight down the middle for the most part. There were a few holes. Yeah, there a couple were, holes. But there was 12, a couple. Twelve was an interesting one. The one where uh, you and I went into the left. Oh yeah, yeah. We had decent recoveries on that one. Oh, yeah. We were over to the left. Right. The ninth yeah. hole. Ninth hole was ninth. That hole. was yeah. a tri tri uh, tricky one. Yeah. Yeah. Same with ten. Right of the dog leg left. A lot of us went to the right, but a lot of I, all the par fives were gettable. A hundred two, yeah. Like they they didn't really kind of scare me at all. No, 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 no. I mean, but you were also playing, like your drive and your three woods were were pretty smooth. Both working, yeah. Yeah, you know, like you were getting distance, you were hitting fairways. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, no, I I I mean, I, in comparison to Toronto, like it it would be a, of course I'd play a lot. I feel yeah, like. yeah. Give it, if it's accessible, like, I, to me, it's the same thing about the live, the live, like, that part of it is that, like, if you're putting it at that caliber, of course. I see. I didn't really feel it was, like, up up there. Right. Um, I think Jake made a good point. The views was, I think, something that, like, I, that, maybe that's where the similarity felt, like, like with every hole. Gotcha. Yeah. This is just, like, very similar layouts, very similar, uh, like, penalty areas, like, Sideway bunkers on both sides of the fairways, like the tree. I told you guys those four trees that like somehow lined every left side of the fairway. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like it, it didn't feel like you're in Orlando, right, or Florida. Yeah, right. There's no like Florida, like palm tree. Yeah, and, I think yeah. Like, that, that's a good point. That could have been at home. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right. that's a good point. Yeah. I see. I see. But like when you play in Hawaii, like you know you're in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you feel it. If you play in BC, like, yeah, no, exactly. right? There's mountains. Mountains. Yeah. Even, like, Muskoka in Canada, like, yeah, yeah sure. I feel like Yeah, yeah. So I think, like, even tomorrow, uh, yeah, is it tomorrow? Mm -hmm. We're going to, it's definitely going to feel like a, an Orlando course. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't played it. Well, we're starting with Grand Vista. Mm -hmm. um, it's a nine-hole course. Um, and then, <laughs> okay, so we're playing that at 7.25 a.m., and then we're going to boot over to... Disney Magnolia, um, which again I think is going to feel like an Orlando course. There's a lot of palm trees. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited for you guys to play it. I played it last year, um, so it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys looking forward to it? What, what's what's expectations? Yeah, it kind of just happened naturally, but the way we built up the golf. Yeah, we started with a pretty easy nine. Then, yeah, Orange County was a good like step up from that. Yeah, yeah. A full eighteen. Full eighteen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. The fact that we have a nine-hole warm-up 
Yeah. It's kind of me saying And it's a nice nine hole one on Yeah. So yeah. so hold on, let me get back to so Cookie Cat. Let's do um let's just do ratings out of ten. Um start with uh, Orange Lakes. What would you guys give that out of ten? I feel like my rating would be unfair because I didn't we didn't actually get to experience the night golf aspect of it. But honestly guys, if I'm talking about just about golf, I get yeah. it, like that's a five out of ten. I didn't see anything wrong with it other yeah. than like the minuscule greens. Yeah. But I, like you kind of expect a challenge like that when you're playing a par three course. So I don't even mind that. Like you can get around that. That the greens weren't in amazing shape. No. Um, maintenance wise, it was okay. At least the tee boxes were in good shape, that kind of thing. But I can only give it a five because we didn't actually get, I think, the real experience on a course like that. Yeah. And I'm sure with the lights on, the greens probably feel a lot bigger or like feel like a bit more of a target zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, fair. that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Jay would yeah, like. I, I'd recommend it, but I'm a little biased because I, I forget how much it was. It was maybe like twenty-seven or thirty bucks, which mm. in U.S. is nothing. But with us being Canadian, like it, that's like a fifty-dollar round to us. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of have higher expectations, but like relative to everything here, I think it's a great value and definitely worth. If you can book the night golf early. I'm sure it'd be worth it. Yeah. A lot of people at the show actually went there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Mike Forbes had a... They had an event there. there, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's... It, I, I don't even really want to rate it, to be honest. It's just, it didn't feel like a full golf experience. It's a, it's a nine. Yeah. So, you, you don't even count it. I can't I can't compare it to... Did not rate. I can't, I can't compare it to an ATL. No, you're not. So, then, what am, what is my scale on? It's, what do you, you mean? It's your sketch. Yeah. It's just what you feel out of 10. Like, how was how was the nine holes that you played? Emotionally, mentally, or really about the course. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like a three? Uh, that, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fair. Yeah. I'm going to say a 4-3. 4.3. For a while. <laughs> and then you're like doing like yeah. figure skating race. <laughs> yes, yeah. You, <laughs> you got to do a solid. Specific. No, no, you got to do specific scores. You're, you did it the right way. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mine was 5.0, to clarify. <laughs> okay, then moving on. Oh, okay, yeah, let's go. Let's move up. Okay, moving on. Uh, Orange County, uh, rate out of 10. Crooked Cat, give it to me. Just give me a number. I'll give it a 7.0. 7.0. Yeah, yeah I'll give it a 7. Nah, 6.9. All right, I'm giving, <laughs> I'm giving it an 8.5. Eight five. Oh, what? really? I, yo, I, I, I've Peel expressed Village. that love. Yeah, shout out Peel Village. I don't know. I don't know why. So, okay, so then when you play Cabin Such a Farm, that's going to be like a 13. Oh, high expectations? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, you just got to adjust your scale. Yeah. 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 I, well, you know, once I get exposed to these amazing courses that you guys play all the time, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we have Pebble Beach on the sun, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's good. Okay, cool. Um, so I, yeah, I guess we we kind of touched on Gravis, so we kind of touched on Magnolia. I don't know. Do you guys want to expand on that, or do you want to move on? Like, no, yeah, yeah. yeah well, let's talk. Uh, I don't know what's going on in like the golf industry. Uh, let's talk about that. The golf industry. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Although we haven't talked about the Tiger. <laughs> 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 just talk about golf what does golf mean to you all right let's talk about uh 
No, sorry, I meant specific. It is almost like an existential question. <laughs> oh, okay. No, sorry, I meant okay. okay, so <laughs> the golf world. There's a lot going on this past month. Okay. We have Jason Day doing the whole mop and golf. People have talked about it, but I just we haven't really talked about it. Yeah. Humble. No, we haven't. Um there's that. There's the whole Nike golf situation, which you don't have to go deep into, but you know, where do where do you guys think they're going? Um, just because we have an idea. Yeah. Um, and then Tiger's new deal with TaylorMade, potentially. I mean, it's pretty clear it is, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, um, I, okay. First of all, like, I love Jason Day for doing that. Um, I think it's, I think it opened doors for a lot of golf brands to expand, um, to, you know, leverage different athletes. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's amazing. You know, what I think it's going to do is, you know, for me as like a, as a retired athlete is like, man, why not go after the dream still? Like, if you want to take golf seriously, you can, you can create your own brand and become like legit. Like if golf heads was a, it is a brand, Mm -hmm. but imagine we sponsor different athletes. Like I think that's fucking awesome, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, it's funny because there's a lot of people sort of hating on it too, right? Like yeah. he's wearing baggy clothes, which is so untraditional for golf. And that's why I also love it. You know, they're shaking up golf. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Um, I Honestly, I wish they brought him more heat. I thought like the, I thought the outfits were kind of tame. Like I thought they were like, mm-hmm. I thought they could have really brought some fire for the first couple of outfits. Like some of the stuff I saw at the show, I, yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. a couple of pieces I pointed out were like, yeah. The materials, like the 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 design, like to me, that was a bit more innovative and like more of like that Melbourne style that I'd like to see. Like Jason kind of bring that into the game. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought he was like, I love that. There's a there's a saying that I love, which is like building extraordinary experiences in ordinary places. Cool. And this is like to me, he's doing something extraordinary in an ordinary place, which is like he's bringing a vibe to golf that. Like you said, the baggy pants thing hasn't really been seen like that before. Right. Um, but yeah, to me, it was just honestly, if we're being real about it, like I thought the designs were kind of soft. Like I thought they could have pulled out, yeah, just some harder shit. Yeah, cooler shit. Yeah. Like they, they've got such a big catalog of yeah. design. Um, also, wanted to say you mentioned something interesting about this crossover happening. And I think Lulu is another example. And we kind of talked about it earlier, but like, them them entering the space, I think, is actually a pretty big deal. And I think this is going to be that progression to more of these brands. You know, Ralph Lauren had a presence at the show uh, this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're seeing a couple of these brands that are typically, you know, Spanx was another example, like that are typically mainstream apparel brands, mm-hmm. not golf associated at all. No. Um, and are making a pretty seamless transition into the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't feel forced. No. Like we saw the Lulu stuff today. Um, I thought they could have done a better job with their display. Right. Like it was a retail rack, but I have made a bigger splash. Yeah. Cause the, the, the products looked really amazing. Like I thought the designs were done well. So yeah, I'm with you on that. Cool. Yeah. I mean, for me, I feel like, okay, first of all, I, I do like Melbourne and then we saw other stuff. It looks, yeah. it looks awesome. Um, and it definitely fits uh, their brand and kind of the people behind it. Um, there's just like a natural connection there. 
um, with Jason Day, just kind of knowing him, like knowing of him and his history, uh, I just feel like there's a disconnect somewhere. And um, like when I look at brands uh, and, and golf players, I, I, like typically I see the brand designing for the player as opposed to vice versa. No, sorry. Yeah, for the player. Yeah. So it's like, um, for example, Ricky, you know, like a lot of the, the Puma stuff that's coming out, it's like you see that on Ricky and I could see Ricky wearing that off the course and like it fits his personality. For sure. Malbin and Jason Day, like there's just like such a disconnect um, from, from what I see. Like uh, I've never seen kind of Jason Day be very like fashionable in that sense and like, right, right. you know, highlight that on like his social and stuff like that. So it would have been nice to see that um, some of the fits that he was wearing kind of be more tailored, tailored for him. Got it. Yeah. It was kind of forcing it on him. It's super interesting. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, it was a really good point. Well, okay. So when, when an athlete goes through a fit with a brand, like a Nike, like a Ricky, like a Puma, whatever, right? They, they have a lot of say on what they want to wear. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think it was up to Jason to decide what he wanted to wear. Actually, I, I don't completely agree with that because I remember, uh, what's his name? Allen? No, the uh, man. He, he's he's like he's like a really good golfer. Because <laughs> um, his name Jay Lindenberg. I think he's under Jay Lindenberg right now. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, he he had um, there was like a Masters drop or something, and it was really out there. And honestly, like a lot of people were hating on it. Yeah. And he he was wearing it. Cause he had to. I think it was like pink too. He like mm-hmm. looked like Brett the Hitman Hart or something. <laughs> and uh, he was getting a lot of hate on it. And then people, uh, like the media, even asked him about it. Um, and he kind of just said like, "Yeah, I, you know, this is my brand. I have to wear." But he didn't really like support it in a way. Right, 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 right. He's, you're not wrong. I don't think you're wrong. Right. Uh, he's getting like, like they're probably giving like you know three outfits, right? And they could like. You know, oh, I like these pants, I like that shirt, and I like this whatever hat. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, actually, though, um, if you think about it, right, the brand has created a whole collection around the Masters. Okay. And they need to sell that. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, you have to wear it. No, absolutely. I'm not saying you don't have to. Yeah. They they do. They definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's ugly, like, they have to wear it. They do. To bring this full circle, yeah. so I think you guys are actually saying the same thing in a way. Yeah. Which is that, like, you, we started with Adidas, right? You remember that? They had this one collection where there's three three different kind of options, yeah. three different colorways of the shoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. To Jay's point, those are a collection. They have to push that out. Yeah. Tennis goes through this as well, right? That's why at every tournament you see if a, if there's a Nike player, they're wearing one of three three outfits. Yeah. And you'll see the same, like, you'll see literally finals where two women or two men are wearing the same outfit. Yeah. Um, to Jay's point, though, I think it's really interesting. Like, I don't think you're wrong mm-hmm. for the majority and for bigger brands. We're talking about fucking Malbin. They're they're a fashion brand. Yeah. Right? They're they're also, this is their first real foray into golf sponsorship, like player sponsorship. Yeah. It's like you have a one-to-one opportunity here. So I see, I see, I see. Uh, whether Jason had a say in it or not, or, they, or like, 
yeah, yeah. It's almost like that should be a collaboration. To Jake's point earlier, like if this is really a real collaboration, as opposed to if we chose this guy, here's your paycheck kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think if you had a bit more of that collaboration piece, because there's only one player. Yeah. Oh, I, I I understand. So sit there and get you. Sit there with them and design that outfit. And to Jake's point, I see. Make it the best freaking outfit for Jason Day. Mm-hmm. And it should look and feel Malden because they're designing it. Like, the aesthetic should be there. 100%. But I think that that piece, I agree. It looked like, it, honestly, when I saw it, and that's why I thought they should come with more heat, yeah. was it looked like they took a few pieces that they had, yeah. and they shipped to him and said, yeah. hey, this is what you're wearing this weekend. Yeah, but it doesn't work like that. Jason, like, as much as we, as much as we'd love to see Jason or any athlete in the fucking in the fabric room, I don't think it works like that. They're not there designing the clothes for him. You know what I'm saying? Like these these brands are like they don't want to do that. Like the athletes don't want to put the time into doing that. Well, I wish they did. Well, well not, yeah, exactly. No, that's that's right. exactly yeah, that's exactly it. So like that's yeah. why I thought Jason Day signing Malbin was a just like a little bit of a disconnect because right, like right, right, right. they're from the beginning. I don't think they're designing for a Jason Day. Got it. They're designing for their kind of the LA. Uh, New York kind of streetwear yeah, vibe, yeah. and just bringing on like if it was another golfer, I can't think of anyone. Maybe even like like Finau, like so rock Jordans all the time. Like yeah, you know he's very like yeah. into that culture, right? Like he, mm. I think, would be able to pull that off better yeah. than Jason Day, in my right. in my opinion. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, Interesting stances. So, okay, so talking about like new brands and that in that integration. Yeah. Tiger with the Sunday Red. Yeah. Quick thoughts on that. I know that was big buzz in, in kind of the golf media space this week or these last couple of weeks. So, yeah, give me a quick quick rundown of what you guys think. And actually, maybe the impact on Nike as a whole, like what's going on with the whole Nike golf thing. Like, I get why the partnership stopped. I mean, like, Nike and Tiger Woods, they didn't really release like a, a good line of shoes, which I think is important for a player, like an athlete. Yeah. I mean, you look at Jordan, LeBron, and you know, it's really important. But other than the TW13s and then maybe the 14s, um, 12s are okay. Um, after that period, like they just stopped releasing anything that stood out. Like a lot of it was just like a like a simple mold right yeah so people aren't buying that it's, there's no hype around it no and then and then you have the apparel which is just like slapping the tw on on a nike polo i mean yeah like some people were buy it for the course but that's about it it's not like a lifestyle is that the logo the, the tw TW? oh no that was his well that's his original logo. oh i see i see i'm pretty sure nike still has a right slap yeah which is why this whole new logo I see, which I don't like. Yeah, like I—that's my like I. Uh, to me, it looks uh, cheesy. Uh, to me, like it looks like a bunch of squiggled lines. You know what I mean? Like I just uh, doesn't fit Tiger, and maybe I'm just used to having Tiger, this like premium luxury brand, uh, and then I, and seeing this, I'm just like, what? Yeah, you know. I I keep reminding myself like there's certain elements of it, like the shape of it, reminded me a lot of the Puma logo. Yeah, uh, at first glance, mm-hmm. but then right away I saw Arcteryx, I saw Lacoste, like Lacoste really stood out to me, just like the more animated style logo. Yeah, and so I'm 
try to give it the benefit of the doubt that maybe it'll age well over time. Yeah. Um, also, you never know in different usages. What 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 I'm really curious about is, and we've we've been going through some uh, through some of the trademarking process ourselves. Yeah. But when you're looking at the uh, the new logos that they included as part of the trademark filings, there's some other logos that are also not that great that I don't think anybody was really talking about. Yeah. That they had filed. And so what I'm kind of curious what they're doing with the overall brand. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I thought. Like yeah, I think it's like one of those ones. Like who knows if the if the clothing is amazing, if the designs are amazing, whatever he's doing with it is phenomenal. Yeah, and the placement of that logo is used well. Who knows? Right, right. I'm surprised he doesn't have like a lifetime deal with Nike. He's one of the biggest influential golf athletes in the world. Like uh-huh. you look at you look at Michael Jordan. You know, you look at Kevin Durant. I think you even look at Rory. Right. I don't think Rory has a lifetime deal, but I know. You know, MJ and KD do. Does KD I, have one? Yeah. You sure? I don't know if KD has. I'm like, pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just I was just surprised, you know. Yeah. I mean, I get Jordan. I mean, did Jordan, like, built the built Nike? Essentially? <laughs> yeah, he did. A hundred percent. Probably LeBron might have one, I would assume. Yeah. As well, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, But I, I, it's just like a different market. Like, people, like, I think buying basketball shoes is such a, I wonder what the numbers are, but obviously it's way bigger than buying golf shoes. 100%. Like, you'll buy basketball shoes every, like, couple of months where golf, maybe two years or something. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, well, there are a lot of, like, golf sneaker heads out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, that doesn't relate to us, I don't think. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it doesn't relate to us, but... <laughs> we have, like, 12 pairs of golf uh, shoes at the front right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that, like, yeah, that's just... I feel like Nike could have done more with Tiger's footwear that would have just, I think, just helped sales, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And just real quick, like, they've had a somewhat history of doing this. Like, Roger Federer went through the exact same thing. They're, like, he ended up signing a 10-year, you know, 300 mil deal with Uniqlo. Yeah, yeah. And I was following the end of his contract with Nike, and it was very similar. Like, they kind of at the tail end of his career going in heading into retirement he played his last few tournaments in Uniqlo which like nobody would have ever envisioned that right 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 he was fortunate he was able to negotiate or maybe had preset that he kept the RF logo mm-hmm. which was pretty critical to his personal IP yeah the fact that he, he was the GOAT and they dropped him like that yeah and so I think they actually have a history of this is that you know I think Jane nailed it it's like the economies of scale basketball shoes mm-hmm. you can sell globally and there's so much demand for it right and golf relatively for the buying cycle and just the amount of golfers compared to basketball fans because you don't need to be a player to buy a pair of Jordans right mm-hmm. right whereas golf shoes you you need to be a golfer to rock golf shoes. Yeah. So it's such a narrow market. Yeah. And tennis, similarly, there's not a big market of tennis fans that are buying Roger Federer-specific clothing. But like, they have, I, I see that as, like, they have a history of this, and, like, it, it almost becomes easier just to drop them. Yeah. And then refocus all of your marketing efforts, which is all about, towards active players that, you know, maybe have a bit, in terms of, like, how they're valuing it, more potential. Yeah. And... That's it. They cut it. And I'm like, you know, now now it's Tiger's fine turn to find that next Uniqlo. Right. Like, where does he sign the next 10-year deal or the next 20-year deal kind of like as he goes into retirement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do think his son will end up playing a factor in all this too because whatever he develops next, mm-hmm. he's going to be anchored by Tiger Early, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. 
it becomes like a bit of a legacy project. Totally. Um, well, that was a fantastic conversation. Yeah. Um, this is this is gonna be maybe a, a two parter, right? Unfortunately, our guy Ash is leaving tomorrow. Um, he is a family man. After the golf. After the golf. After yeah. the golf. Uh, what time is your flight? Uh, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Yeah. We got some time. Uh, but this was awesome, guys. I thought this was a good conversation. Um, I think uh, we're going to pick it back up maybe when we get back home uh, for the second part of this this pod. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, do you guys have anything else uh, you want to say? I think we should think about this is more could be offline, but like for us, we should just get we should start giving stuff away on these pods. I mean, yeah. let's think about like things we could just give give to people because like yeah, honestly that's kind of how golf that's grew too. It's just like giveaways. You know, people appreciate products and um, yeah, giving back to the community. Yeah, too, back right? to the community. So. Yeah. Also, yeah. So oh, good. Don't forget to check out part two. We're doing a big giveaway with Golf Ed's Pace of Play. It's going to be really amazing. Maybe. Keep an eye out. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you got to share this with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank all your friends. Yeah. And you have a chance to win. Yeah, no. 